Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Kinetic Life Podcast, brought to you by Kinetic Renew. Stop. No, we're not doing the standard intro for this episode. For this, this episode is the 25th of the episodes. Cue the pre-recorded timpani drums. Welcome to the 25th episode extravaganza of the Kinetic Life Podcast. Play the pre-recorded music. In this episode, virtual reality smell you later. A hole for your face to sleep in on your next red eye. Does airline food mess up the airline nap? Most deadly heart attacks occur on this workday. While checking your burns, don't get burned. Eat your fruits, eat your vegetables, and don't forget to eat your viruses. And now, two artificially intelligent guys, your hosts, Michael Shalabudis and Dr. Mark Hertzberg. Cue the fake audience. That's the silver episode. Welcome back to another amazing episode of the Connect Life Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Shalabudis, and my good friend, Dr. Mark Hertzberg. I'm Dr. Mark Hertzberg. So, I'm not sure what is going on, but there seems to be silver foil everywhere. I'm not sure if, uh, if Mark's wearing a foil hat just to keep the aliens out, and or... Mark is riding his trusty steed, Silver! hi Silver! Away! <laughs> I think he might have forgot to take his medication today, everyone. Ooh, but this is our 25th episode oh wow already the silver anniversary of us being us Whew. that one quick you've been hanging out with me for that long i have been here just chilling you've been hanging near me oh well, someone's at fault there well we've been here a while but if you think you need a break smell you later whoa 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 what are you trying to say i'm trying to say that you know don't worry about walking away because with the help of virtual reality, you could feel that I'm always there with you. Ooh, I'm listening. Well, you know that the virtual reality can reproduce sound and reproduce visuals. And even some feeling... Some textural role. I did a, a VR experience that was full immersion, and then you put a vest on and ankles and, you know, the, the helmet, and, Dude, and it, was, it, was a, it was a zombie apocalypse thing, and oh man, it was scary. I thought I was doing waterboarding with full immersion, and that's scary. <laughs> but, yes, but did they... Uh, what happens if they're doing this and someone... In your VR, uh, throws tear gas at you. Can you smell it? Uh, no, and I don't really feel like getting tear gas. Uh, <laughs> but you'd be wrong, because now they have a uh, smell you virtual reality. That, uh, maybe not quite ready to be sold, but it's it's an amazing idea. They will have smell around for the movies. Uh, so Nelson Muntz should be very happy. The uh, Basically, the way this works is under your nose, they will put what they call 
Oda generators, and there'll be nine of these. Now, well, two different things. They had a two-pack, which was a small, and then they had a mask, which was a nine-pack. So depending Well, on... no, it used to be two-packs. Oh. That's the breakthrough. The two-pack was... Was, it, it was, was Gen 1? It was very trying to see. And now they are using nine Oda generators, and what they have is they have paraffin wax in it. And when they heat the paraffin wax a little bit, you smell what it smells like. And each one of these nine has a different smell so that they can activate different ones. But the impressive thing is they are using nine scents the way the projectors use primary colors. That with mixing a few colors, you can make, make people see others. all the other colors. So yeah, with the nine different scents, they had be able to create everything from rosemary to pancakes to mm. pineapple. There was a, they had some kind of rotting fruit. So there's a, a lot they've been able to do with it. How many was it? Thirty cents, I believe, in total. Oh, how many they created so far? Yeah, I think they were able to create thirty cents from the, the from the nine older generators. No, I think a lot more than that. Oh, okay. Well, the uh, they might have had some tests where they were in this one thing had people identified thirty, but you oh, know, okay. with the nine they can make lots of different mixes. And look, this is early advancement. It's crazy to think that you know, um, you know, you see movies, the technology of movies become reality, and some of the stuff I feel like we're turning. You know, have you seen the movie movie Ready, Ready Player One? Mark? Oh yes, several times. I I I would not be surprised if uh, actually I saw one of those multi directional treadmills that actually for an, an investment, um, like an early startup, is making something like that. That, that they had those movies so fast forward i don't know probably not too many years from now um something like that will be very much a you know something you could do and now you could smell things while you're yeah. in your your vr uh bar or wherever <laughs> well i guess the next step is you can taste things and if they can then find some way to stimulate that if you ate things you would feel like you're full <laughs> Yeah, no, it's good. Weird. I think at some point you you have to step away from that to to consume uh, food. Well, unless they're tapping into your brain like the Matrix style. Well, as as they ended the very very first episode that uh, in nineteen before Star Trek was Star Trek when it was just a pilot, they have your their fantasy and you have your reality. I hope your reality is as good as their fantasy. So. <laughs> The Kinetic Life Podcast is sponsored by Kinetic Renew. With benefits like anxiety relief that doesn't knock you out, Renew increases energy, focus, and provides brain support. So get on with your day with Renew in liquid or gel caps. Visit KineticLife.com now and try it. That's K-I-N-E-T-I-Q Life.com now. Mark, have you ever been on a long international flight and just really couldn't get comfortable and fall asleep? I don't fall asleep on flights. I'm the wrong person to ask. But I know people who've tried. More often than not, you see them in weird positions trying to get comfortable. I actually, in all my years flying, fell asleep for exactly two minutes. And I missed the juice. (laughs) I kept, you know why? Because I was listening to a book on tape. Mm. And when I, oh, at one point I opened my eyes and I see that people are like, have juice, like they just finished drinking something, you know, I didn't get one. And they were collecting the garbage. 
And I actually rewound to where I stopped listening to the thing. It was only a couple minutes. I just, they must have been like right by my seat when I fell asleep. Oh, geez. I usually get hit by the cart because I'm mm. usually in aisle seat and they just, they hit me. So and, and no that, way I'm sleeping. That's it. Two minutes. And never a wink anytime else. Well, so. apparently there's a new funky looking sleep device that you put on your tray table and it almost like you put your head in what looks like a uh, massage, you know, table headpiece, uh, which we, I could put the link and if you really want to buy one of these yourself, you put it on your tray table, which assuming your tray table is going to support the weight of your upper body, which I'll probably just break it. <laughs> uh, and then you, you lay your face in this uh, massage Face it's kind of like the hole in the table yeah. your face goes in when you're being massaged. I hope this thing folds up because you don't need walk it on the plane with it like fully mounted device. So. Well, it's a good it's the idea is that you can lean forward and rest on this thing and uh, try to sleep that way. And I mean, but the first of all, we've got to give the link because you really have to go see the picture. Yeah, it's very this. visual. Uh, yeah, but. Uh, Forgetting how secure the seat tray in front of you is, which it is not, every time they move, they're shaking your head. <laughs> so, I mean, and this is, I think, like a Kickstarter thing like I just couldn't resist looking at. But why not do one that attaches, like, to the arms of your seat? It's more secure. It could have to, and it doesn't, it, it's not an other person moving it. Uh you know what? If you can't do that, I got news for you. If you made an attachment from my own, like something like a belt you wore, something that would secure onto your legs and just stick up and hold your chin, so you could, it's kind of, so you could just kind of rest on yourself that way. At least you'd be a little more stable than the next guy, the front, the seat in front so of you. So just a glorified tray. neck brace with like a, yeah. a pillow. <laughs> yeah, the idea is good, but the one thing about a neck brace is your head is pushing against your chest, and if your body rolls forward, it's not being held. Here I could say, you, you can put your arms down and like bend forward till they're on your legs and you can hold your body up with your arms. I'll just with your weight of your upper body onto the, you know, near your knee. We'll put the link in, but it's funny because you see a yeah. guy in a suit like he's on a business trip and there's a weird device. I can imagine the, the ring mark around his face mm. after a four hour flight of sleeping. Or, the, or a couple of teeth could have been pulled. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, so there's no reason you can't have something attached where, like, from your shoulders to your knee, just a brace to hold you there, and then something holds your head, and you can sleep that way without having to depend on the seat in front of you being still. Or you have enough money to buy the, uh, you know, that first-class sleeper seat, and then the Delta One or whatever it is, mm. where they put you in your own pod, and then you can lay down horizontally. But until then, the rest of us will be using... Oh, you just say... Scotty, beam me directly to where I'm going. Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about teleportation just yet, getting ripped apart and put back together. Oh, Dr. McCoy here. That's not the way to travel, Jim. Having <laughs> your molecules spread across the universe. <laughs> yeah, not not ready for me just yet. Uh, okay, well then we'll have to move on. I was going to offer you the chance, but that's that. Well, before you take a nap... On that plane, make sure you're going to eat the right food. You don't want to have, uh, you know, just some, any, any disturbed, uh, dis, just other disruption in your sleep patterns by what you ate before you fell asleep. Like the peanuts and biscotti or bag of mm. chips or, 
I don't know the the, the poorly made sandwich in the airport. Oh, well, yeah. What again? The poorly made sandwich. I think they're not getting at the example where you eat something that makes you sick and keeps you up with a grumbling stomach and needing the facility. Uh, they're just talking things that the, what's in them when it gets into your bloodstream may not be the best for sleep. Of course, when you have like a really nice snack and you go to bed knowing it's there and you didn't eat it, knowing it's there can keep you up. So they actually ended up doing a study to look at this and my poorly set up study, but a study nonetheless that they tested uh, two groups, one with a high fat, high carb diet and one with a low carb, low fat diet. And they looked at their sleeping. It was specifically sugar for the carb. It was high in low fat and high in low sugar. They were oh, going. They were going direct. Okay, so high in low sugar, not carb. It's too, a carb. Too, Sugar's considered a carb, but, but it's specifically the, sugar they wanted to look yeah. at. And they honestly, they found no difference in the amount of time slept between the groups. But they found that the people on the high sugar diet had a, as a quote, less. A quality of sleep and a reduction in the amount of restorative deep sleep. Slow wave sleep. The, uh, well, one thing is they didn't, this was like throw everything but the kitchen sink in and, you know, see if it matters. Because what you're saying is you put a lot of energy into the bloodstream when you really can't do anything with it. It's not like you could burn it off when you're running. And the idea, yeah, then maybe if you over-energize, you're not going to have that restful of sleep. But for, they didn't, like, really check specifics. What if you had low-fat, high-sugar, or low-sugar, high-fat? Does one matter more than the—is it just—the way they did it, it's just having a ton of calories before you go to yeah. sleep. Yeah. Could have worked with a ton of protein and a, or a ton of uh, other types of carbs. So— uh to me, if you said if you if you inject a ton of energy into your bloodstream before you go to sleep, you're not going to sleep well. But no know, matter te- what it test is, test the specific type. The foods makes a difference. Yeah, no, I mean they left a lot of things out here, and uh, again, the fact that there was just some slight adjustment in the amount of deep sleep, I think, is it's not unexpected, but not really telling us too much. So. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like saying uh, we wanted to have like a headline, so we did a test and brought us to it. But realistically, there's a lot more interesting testing to be done. Yeah, and the thing is, it. they didn't even say, okay, we want to ch- test other factors, carbs, fats, proteins, the timing. They just said, oh, next time you want to test how it affects memory consolidation. Like, okay, mm. well, I, I think you they're jumping way too far ahead before cleaning up their current experiment. No, and they've always used to say they blame you're having nightmares. It's because of what you ate before you went to bed. Well, did anyone ever put a test to that to see if different foods, because that's a different state of sleep now. We're talking, it does it affect. And uh, does I believe it high it? concentrations of, uh, of vitamin B6 before bed could lead to uh, enhanced dreams from what I've, been, what I've read before. Also, I know certain individuals, uh, whatever the antihistamine cl- uh, claritin is, uh, some people get lucid dreams from that, Whoa. but this is just from what I've what I've read. Not everyone. Okay, so Claritin, 
which sounds like the word clear, which is a synonym for the word lucid. Maybe they were hinting in that, that. You don't need it for allergies, it's for lucid dreaming. Mm. <laughs> the universe always gives you exactly what you need to live a life aligned with the frequency of what you focus your attention on. Author Unknown. What are the most important days to avoid work on? Well, after reading this most recent study, Mark, I'm just going to, I'm not going to come to work on Mondays anymore. That is probably good because fill our viewers in or fill our listeners in. Apparently there's a much higher prevalent chance of getting a heart attack on Mondays and a heart attack that involves what they call the, the stem section of the oh geez what it's is it? STEMI. Yes, yeah, STEMI. For, the S T in STEMI is for the it, it when they give it the EKG, when they do like a little printout of the wave funk like how your heartbeat is, they divide it into sections. So there's one section that's called the S T segment. And and it, if it, if that part is uh the impulse of the lower chamber of the heart, and they said that STEM-E-based heart attacks are much more severe than those that are non-STEM-E. So the premier saying not only is it a higher chance of having a heart attack, but a higher chance of having a, uh, I guess, life-threatening heart attack. heart attack on Mondays. Are you a good heart attack or a bad heart attack? <laughs> Now, they're saying that this could be through a bunch of different factors. Most of it's all speculation, one of which is that people change their circadian rhythm over the weekends, maybe being out later, getting up later, whatever it may be, and or possibly alcohol consumption, um, which would then, when adjusted again on Monday, uh, the change in circadian rhythm is throwing off pretty much homeostasis, I guess, and putting more stress on the body. Well, you know, that was a guess, but they also, and by the way, they have a name for this phenomenon, Blue Monday. They're saying a lot of bad things happen on Monday, probably because people are more stressed to begin with and expect bad things to happen on Monday. Mm. But their basic uh, thing, and they go, it goes into Tuesday too. So Monday's the worst, Tuesday's pretty bad. And I, they... So should we not be recording on Mondays, Mark? Mm-hmm. So, well, I didn't sleep last night, so, but then again, I'm basically, if I sleep too much, it's like uh, other people eating too much. It's like, what is this stuff? I never get to do this. Uh, well, I'm not much better. I go to bed late and I'm up early every day. The, uh, but it's, uh, to me, I go more with the stress than the circadian in this case. And they didn't go into this, but to me, logically, there are two things about stress. When the most problems build up. And also your attitude at the time. People on Friday are optimistic. Mm. Relaxation is coming. The end is in sight. So even when a kind of problem hits them, like, you know, at work, uh, they're not as bothered by it. Monday, people come in like Garfield the Cat. I hate Mondays. <laughs> and there's forever in front of you. And I think people come in more stressed. And things that happen build up more and they take it worse uh so if and, we start a four-day work week 
in which Wednesday is off. Well, so Monday, it. Tuesday, Thursday, if, Friday would be have less heart attacks. Well, the one thing is, if you just say, then don't come in Monday, then you'll have all the stress on Tuesday. There's also, don't forget what happens on Monday is a lot of things you couldn't take care of over the weekend or things built up. Wednesday, you only had what you left Tuesday, and not that much will have changed when you come to work Wednesday. But when you come to work Monday, who knows what changed since Friday? And it, it's even worse, if you heard about some of it, then you're sitting around the weekend not being able to take care of it, building up stress. So to me, it makes a lot of sense that Monday has the most stress, and if the stress causes the heart attack, you're also in the worst mood, least optimistic to deal with it. And the fact is, Tuesday is a junior version of Monday. By Wednesday, people are already saying, hey, a good part of this week is done. And as you head forward, it's less and less stressful there. Again, there's a lot more to go figure out why this is. A lot more work needs to be done. This is the beginning, not the Yeah, it's more answer. just, but like I said, it's a lot of speculation. And I'm not even sure how you would run a test for this, uh, getting people on heart monitors through the entire week and and... Uh, you know, brain scans to determine what's lighting up. And maybe you should go around scaring people during the workday and see which workday is the most dangerous to scare people on. I mean, that sounds like a terrible idea because yeah, it's going to induce well, heart attacks. There, We're not trying to kill the employees over here. Well, I think then we should try to scare people in Vegas casinos because you know they say the best place in the world to have a heart attack is a Vegas casino. Why is that? Because everything is monitored. You will be treated by doctors faster if you collapse by a... Uh, slot machine? All by yourself. Not even a poking people watching you. All by yourself at a slot machine. You collapse of a heart attack. You will be taken care of faster than if you're walking down the corridor of a hospital and collapse. Oh, wow. Oh, that was a pure oxygen being pumped in, so you don't even need to... Mm. An oxygen mask. Well, if you if you're worried about your stress, go to Vegas. <laughs> I, I don't think that will I help. I think I think they Las Vegas should pay me something. Uh, At least a free one night stay. the city. There you go. Okay, so I'm beginning to think maybe avoid work on all days to avoid heart attacks. Avoid working on this. Because if you avoid Monday, then Tuesday becomes Monday. If you avoid Tuesday, then Wednesday becomes Monday. Tuesday becomes Monday. And it's Sunday at Clavel. So. <laughs> you cannot lose if you do not quit. It always seems impossible until it is done. The best investment you can make is in yourself. All author unknown. Some new medical technology, which we always like to talk about on here. Um, one actually for burn victims. And, and I mean, I couldn't imagine the pain that a burn victim goes through. I burnt my finger a handful of times or hand cooking. And uh, it's yeah, a fraction of what they're going through. And I, it's quite painful. Those pain receptors are just going off constantly. So try to bandage a, a, a pain victim, a burn victim, mm-hmm. is something that taking on and off is probably just perpetual excruciating pain for them. But thankfully, through the advancements of medical technology, things might be get better. Well, you said you can't imagine the pain, and you don't want to. I when don't... you hear about people being put into medically induced comas, one of the reasons, at least when I saw it on Dr. House, is something like the pain of a severe burn victim 
it's just too unbearable. So they feel it's better to put them into a coma till they heal a certain amount than to be living with the risks way outweigh the experience of the pain. So if people are willing to be put into a coma not to experience the pain, you don't want to be imagining it. When we uh, get our uh, virtual reality, one thing you wanted to skip is that kind of pain in the experience. Oh, yeah. So, in any case, uh, for the person, you know, to try to help in such a case, technology has come up with something uh, that uh, you were going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, a, a hydrogel thermoresponsive bandage. Yay! That I'm is 3D that. printed, and so it, it perfectly fits the area that is uh, needs to be covered or treated. Cover the wound. So you're uh, saying these are tailored, not off the rack. No, yes, they are very much tailored. And when it is cold, it expands. And when it's heated by your body, it uh, contracts to kind of cover the area. Right. Now, we should uh, explain what they consider hot in this case is... Room temperature. The, no. He the temperature, temperature they wanted to hold at is hot. And what oh. they are talking oh, is body cold. temperature. Yeah. So... At when they mold it to you and custom at body temperature, it sticks. When they want it to release, what they're talking about cold is, is room temperature. temperature. Yeah. They're not talking about getting it. your skin down to freezing. So basically, they can take like a towel into cool water and put the towel over the thing, and that will cool Ex it enough. Which will expand and then allow it to easily remove, so they it'll, could. It'll yeah. Basically, it's kind of like someone choking you. Let's go of their grip. <laughs> Loosen. Yeah, and, and this way they could take it off and check the, the wound, you know, more frequently if needed without causing discomfort. Right. As far as if you need to change the bandage. So number one, they're talking about the comfort, but but they didn't mention is for wound healing. Because every time you take it off when it's, it's you know, you got to check the wound, but you're making it worse. That That's a process, taking it yeah. off when it starts tugging. And, and we've had a couple of things we've discussed over the... 24 previous episodes where they had like bandages that did sensing and told them stuff so they didn't have to remove them to check as often but still every once in a while to keep it clean you got to get in there so it not only is less painful it's less disruptive to the healing process that this kind of let goes instead of being peeled off and there's no reason to think that once you can get this let's say i don't know what the price is you know if you can get it to a price point where it's okay for regular bandages, that any Band-Aid, you know, can uh, come off that way. Yeah, and I mean, and, and even you better... you go swimming with one that comes off as soon as it cools. No, 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 no. This is more of a hospital-based thing situation, and, and actually... Can well, be for now. Yeah, for now. And also can be loaded with medications, mm, so... It's a hydrogel. Yes. You can do stuff with hydrogels. So, so definitely some, some fun new technology to add to the ever-expanding uh, medical tech that we've discussed that hopefully we all get the experience or, yeah. or have if needed in the, in the future. The only place where success comes before work is in the dictionary. Vidal Sassoon. The only way around is through Robert Frost. Success is often achieved by those who don't know that failure is inevitable. Coco Chanel. Luck is preparation meeting opportunity. Oprah Winfrey. Yesterday's home runs don't win today's games. Babe Ruth. Happiness is something you create. Off the Run Known.
If you want to live long enough, you have to eat your fruits and your vegetables to do all the, and your yeah, viruses to to get the, all of these things coming through. You Healthy need dose to of eat all your three viruses. Now, I think in the past we talked about uh, bacterias because I said if viruses are all around and they attack everything else, everything that attacks something has something that attacks it. And we already discussed that there was a bacteria that evolved to eat viruses. Yeah, viruses are like pure protein. There's nothing else. So, I mean, there were food source. And fats, some simple sugars into yeah. it. But th- there's no excess. They're just, they're so minimal, it's questioning whether they're even alive. They're just like, so now they're talking about there are some viruses that, now we're not eating the virus to digest it like those bacteria do, but you, you know, in your gut biome, everybody thinks of the gut biome as bacteria, but it's a biome, not a bacteriome. There are viruses that are key and intrinsic to the virome and possibly other microorganisms that aren't technically bacteria or viruses, for all I know. Some of these viruses, in this case, are killing certain bacteria. Now, I thought, oh, maybe they're killing the bad bacteria, but that's not what this is talking about, is it? No, and actually, some of them are actually improving um, the the resiliency of bacteria, right? They're attacking good bacteria, but that's keeping them stronger. So I, I guess it's saying if you are too good an environment for your bacteria, the bacteria themselves, which are, you know, ne- you know survival of the fittest, yeah. are becoming flabby. Yeah. The, so they uh, need some the, challenge to keep them going. If there's no predator or no sort of uh, stress or resistance... Uh, then if you know whether it's an animal or in this case a bacteria, I guess it could become weak. I guess Captain Kirk spoke for all the bacteria when he said, "Perhaps we weren't made to live in paradise. We need a challenge. We need something, exactly. something to face and conquer." <laughs> so they looked at uh, centurions, which is those are over a hundred. No, uh, cent- centenarians. Centurions or Roman guards. Oh, yes. <laughs> centenarians. 1971, it replaced a saber for a couple of years. Okay, <laughs> go on. Um, no, 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 excuse me. It replaced a wildcat on top of the saber. Okay. Now uh, we got our Buick history straight. Was it in Japan, I believe? No. It was in 1971, full-size GM line was all new. No, I'm talking about the, the, the oh. people in the study. No, I'm on Buicks. Is that a blue Buick? <laughs> okay, or Roman centurions. Okay, so you want to get back to the regular yeah. scheduled article. Regular scheduled centenarians in Japan, I believe. Um, I'm going to go with that. That was the case. I'll go with that. And what they found with those over... those. There are over a hundred had a much, not only a much more diverse gut from a bacterial standpoint, but also from a virus. Their virome, the the virus biome, virum, virum. That's what the Buick did. It went virum. You definitely love your Buicks, Mark. No, uh, I'm a Mopar guy, but go on. Um, that it's so you always think of a uh, yeah yeah the better bacterial diversity in your gut the healthier you are but it's not just the bacteria it's the virus the more diverse the amount of viruses uh or bacterial phages in your gut uh also improved your overall overall health and i guess living longer it's a biome a gigantic community of millions of interactive different types of things trillions of total things and 
you need balance. You need everything in there in its place, in its amount, working well. So I guess like a rainforest, the more diverse it is, uh, you know, it, the healthier, quote, the rainforest is, you know. So whether it's your gut, the rainforest, uh, all biodiversity is, is important. To your biome, you are the world. And they are the entire environment and populace of that world. Mm. And I believe, as they said at the Pepsi to Pavilion at the 6465 World's Fair, designed by Disney, it's a small world after all. Oh, God, no. <laughs> the scariest song in human history. I've been tortured about song way too much as a child. Ah. Uh, well, I'm not going to say whether I saw the song at the very original 6465 World's Fair, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, that wasn't... Uh... I was a year or two after, was it, who was the camp? Um, the what? Uh, the song that was a hit that you love singing. Oh, no, you yeah. talk, that's, okay, you're talking Hello Mother, Hello Father. Yeah, that came out in 63. That's 63. Yeah, so it was, came out right beforehand. Uh, well, actually, the, because uh, the, that's Alan Sherman. He yeah, had, Sherman. Like, four albums that year, and that was like on the first. That's what made him famous. So, and he's uh, the answer to the trivia question, no one on earth but I know. What the, when uh, the Beatles came over and there's the British Invasion, no American album made number one for like four and a half years. What was the last album to be number one before they came out? It was Alan And it was a comedy album, yeah, not a, mu not a regular music album, so. Okay, well, we went all over the place. Yes, from, we from, have. from Buicks to Blue Blue. World's Fair to Alan Sherman. Yeah. So I think at that point, I think it's time to, to call it rap. Okay, then. We are winding up the 25th of our first 25 episodes. It's been a silver. Yeah, I've been solid 25 episodes, and we have many more to go. Uh, a lot of exciting changes ahead, but, you know, we, we've been loving this. We appreciate everyone coming out and listening. Uh, as always, you know, remember to like, share, subscribe. Uh, if you have any questions, reach out to us at podcast at kineticlife.com. That's podcast at K-I-N-E-T-I-Q-Life.com. And until next time, I'm your host, Mike Chalavudis. And I am Mark Hertzberg. Bye-bye. Au revoir. The Kinetic Life Podcast is sponsored by Kinetic Renew. Kinetic Renew is a four-ounce shot of all-natural ingredients that deliver some amazing benefits, like improved mental clarity, long- and short-term focus, and improved memory and cognition. Plus, Kinetic Renew improves mood with the added benefits of anti-stress and anti-anxiety. Here's what people are saying. I drink a bottle of Kinetic Renew, and I'm in a better mood. It's like waking up on the right side of the bed. <laughs> it's great. My mental focus is clearly better. I do notice that I have better clarity. Definitely improves my my mood for sure. It reduces my stress. Visit kineticlife.com today. Log on now and use promo code POD1 for 30% off. That's 30% off your order when you use promo code POD1. Kineticlife.com. K-I-N-E-T-I-Q life.com. Do it now. You're going to love Kinetic Renew. Thank you for listening to the Kinetic Life Podcast. Catch a new show every other Thursday. You'll find us everywhere you can listen to a podcast. And remember, be safe, have fun, and go for your dreams. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered professional advice. 
All comments, jokes, views, and ideas expressed are those of the hosts or guests and do not represent any company or organizations with whom they may be affiliated. Always make sure to consult your own physician before starting any new diet, supplement, or exercise routine. Oh, and there's one more thing. If you're working on something that you really care about, you don't have to be pushed. The vision pulls you. Steve Jobs.